My name is Barnes Saunders, and you're listening to the Sunday Recovery Podcast. And joining me today, finally, is my co-host, Josh, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Joshua Drennan. What's up, guys? <laughs> Super glad we can meet up today, man. Finally, we've been, we've been trying to get this going for a long time, and it's about time, bro. I'm really excited to see where this thing can go. Well, yeah, so once again, this is season one, episode two of the Sunday Recovery Podcast. And for the first couple episodes, we're just going to, you know, start things out with a little broad overview, kind of about what the podcast is going to be about. Um, so it is going to be all about recovery in the most broad general term you could think of. So the reason for that is because a lot of people, you know, when they hear the word recovery, you know, their mind instantly jumps to oh, he's a recovering drug addict or, you know, a recovering alcoholic or, you know, it's someone recovering from an injury or recovering from loss. But the, the ideas and the principles behind, you know, all these different aspects of recovery, they can apply to all areas of, of life. So recovery is really so much more than just getting over something. Um, it can really be applied to all areas of life. So this podcast will focus on everything and anything that can cause struggles in life or cause great success in life. And we're going to be focusing on how to navigate through the good and the bad times, as well as getting on the path of recovery from any and all setbacks or choices that led you down the wrong path. And by the wrong path, I just simply mean, you know, any choices you made or situations you got into um, that led you down a road that didn't fit in with what you want for your life and led you to the road of recovery. And then the last thing that I want to emphasize here is that recovery is a constant progression forward, and it doesn't ever end. You can recover from something and then always fall right back to where you were. That's why in recovery, and especially here on the Sunday Recovery Podcast, we won't be talking about how to recover and be finished. Recovery is always pushing forward and striving for betterment, even when the original reason for starting recovery is no longer a factor in your daily life. And that's pretty much the general idea of this. You know, we want to be able to reach out to as many people as we can. So if you guys feel like you get any value from this, you know, if you like what you heard on the first episode, um, just give, a, give us a follow, a subscribe on however you're listening to the podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, at Sunday Recovery Podcast. Well, yeah. Anything to add to all that? Well, no, man. I think uh, you hit the nail on the head. You know, recovery is about moving forward and growth, you know, and if we find ourselves just progressing, you know, to our own, like if we, let's just say, right, if I get over something and I feel like I've progressed and I've grown through it and I'm recovered and I'm done working on it, then there's no more room for growth. So I'm stagnant. And then with me, I regress. So it's exactly. as simple as like, if, if I don't grow, I regress. So I have to consciously continuously grow. Hell yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, the regression part, that's definitely something, man. I can relate to that a lot too, dude. Like, you know, if I feel like I have something, you know, if I feel like I got past something or got over something, you know, it's real easy for me to, you know, slip back to old ways, slip back to old behaviors. If I don't kind of have that constant reminder and that push, like, you know, why stop? 
like, why don't, you know, why not keep trying to better myself every day? Um, but yeah, so that's definitely a big emphasis for, for this podcast. Um, but yeah, so, you know, without any further ado, I feel like we'll go right ahead and jump into the topic for this episode. And episode two is going to be all about relationships. And uh, we realize that relationships come in many different, you know, forms. Um, there's romantic relationships, friendships, relationships with family, you know, work relationships, relationships in recovery, you know, people you meet through whatever program you're in, um, that sort of thing. So I personally feel that it'll be really helpful for us later on down the road to get into the specifics on uh, future episodes, like maybe do a whole episode just about romantic relationships, do a whole episode just about friendships, that sort of thing. Um, but the idea for this is just the broad sense of relationships. Um, so we're going to touch on starting new relationships, how to end relationships, how to determine if a relationship is beneficial or if it's negative, you know, if it's toxic, if it's not bringing any value or if it's even holding you back. And we'll also talk about why relationships are super important in recovery, you know, kind of the role that they play, how they've helped, you know, us out personally, um, and like pieces of advice that we've gotten from others. Um, and then also finding support groups, building a support network. And then lastly, we'll touch on growth in relationships and the importance of how, you know, just because you have a relationship with someone, you know, it is really important to progress not only individually, but together in that relationship, get closer, you know, help each other out maybe a little bit more than you did when you first met that person. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like the idea for this episode. And I just want to kick things off. I've got the official definition of relationships. And the definition I got here is the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected, or the state of being connected. And I just find that to be a really, you know, spot on definition of relationships. Um, the thing that jumps out to me is that connection piece. So that's really what first comes to mind for me when I think about relationships. But yeah, what, what about you, Josh? What is relationships? The connection piece is what's most important, because if you're not connected in any sense of a relationship, why are you going to continue to even try to put any effort into it or grow or do anything with person, place, thing, any relationship you have, if you don't feel a sense of connection, you're not going to. It's, it's worthless. And for me, if I don't find any benefit, I need some type of benefit with any relationship. And that doesn't have, I don't mean like materialistic, like, oh, you got to, give me money or whatever i gotta get something from you but i need to feel that like as a team whatever relationship that may be like we're gonna grow definitely definitely man i couldn't agree more but yeah so i guess how would um how would you say the best things to keep in mind for like you know just starting out here you know to get things going um let's talk about starting new relationships um you know, for me, when I first started the journey of recovery, which for me, the main focus of my recovery is recovery from addiction, substance abuse. Um, but as you may guess, that also ties into every area and every aspect of my life. Um, it's allowed me to look at parts of my life that I never really 
even paid attention to before because, you know, I was always getting high. But, um, but yeah, so for me, like one of the biggest things that, you know, people try to give me as a piece of advice was you got to get connected. Just like you said, man, you got to build those connections. You got to start new relationships. Um, and man, for me, that's something that I've kind of always struggled with a little bit, um, especially if that relationship, you know, didn't revolve around some type of, you know, like social out. And like, for me, like, you know, like back when I used to go out, like to parties, bars, whatever it may be, man, I never had any problem making friends. Um, but, you know, as soon as I took the drugs or the alcohol out of the equation, you know, for me, I felt awkward. You know, I didn't really know how to approach new people. Um, and I've, I personally feel like that goes for much more than just the drugs or alcohol. Like for me, a big thing is, you know, I have a couple of relationships that, you know, I've built um, mostly around like, you know, financial advice, like investment advice, you know, and just like you said, it's a connection, like, you know, me and those people, you know, we both have aligned goals, you know, we both feel like we can gain something. And uh, for me, it, it also goes into stuff like, you know, working out like health habits, tips like that. Um, and just building new connections um, to like try and figure out, you know, how do I go about getting started down this path? You know, who's a good person to talk to? And how do I build a connection with them? Um, so yeah, man, what, what would you say, like, really worked for you, like, start new relationships, like healthy relationships, well, <laughs> healthy relationships and new relationships are totally different. That's Those true. Two different things. All right. So to start with new relationships, frankly, if I'm being honest, making new relationships are fun for me. Right. Because like, it's exciting. You get to know the relate, like, you know what I mean? You have a preconceived idea of like who this person is what you know what this relationship is going to be about the hit is people suck so <laughs> you're down the road bro it's like down the road you find out who people really are and a lot of times right a lot of people don't have good intentions that's just the world we live in you know what yeah. i mean but with that being said i've become more grateful like a deeper gratitude for the relationship that i have with people that are real like lasting relationships so the new relationship hunt like going into a bar and making new friends yeah it's easy because you're under an influence of a substance that makes it okay with you like being whoever people want you to be you're not conscious of like looking a certain type of way or feeling a certain type of way am i tall enough am i cool enough am i no you're messed up and you're like whoever you know the life of a party is you could be that person because there's nothing holding you back your conscious and your ego and your pride and all those things get out the way. Now, healthy relationships, new healthy relationships comes, it's subjective to the situation you're in. You know, you're not going to find a new healthy relationship in the bar. It's not going to happen. You know, you're not going to find a new healthy relationship at a strip club or, you know, <laughs> in the projects or in a dope hole. Like, so a new healthy relationship in order to get those going, you got to go to some, put yourself in a position that like healthy relationships are developed in school. You know, you might meet somebody in a class, a, a job, a career. Those places is where you will find a new healthy relationship. Now, in order to start a healthy relationship, you need to be authentic to who you are. The base of a relationship falls on you as a person, me as a person. I, if I go into a relationship pretending to be somebody that I'm not and living a certain type of way that I'm not, the relationship is going to start based upon a lie. 
So in that moment, you're creating something off of something that's not real. So eventually it's going to fall apart. They're going to figure out who you really are. You're going to eat yourself up at night like, oh, I'm not, you know, because you know when you're being fake. We know yeah. when we're being fake at the end of the night, like, shit, I just pretended to be somebody I'm not. And then and now I got to be that way all the time. I got to force myself to pretend to be somebody I'm not. So in order to start, you need to be you. But a lot of things have to happen before you can even do that, man. You got to get honest with yourself. That's definitely Where true. are you at in life? Who are you as a person? You know what I mean? You got to get to know yourself. And in, in regards to recovery, you know, you got to like give yourself some time. Like, let's say you're struggling with beating your wife. You know, we could go as far Whoa. as that, bro. Like, stop. Cause no, I'm just saying, like, people out there, bro, you never know. Like, if you're struggling with beating your wife and you need to recover from putting your hands on females, you got to stop that first. You Definitely know, does. then you got to figure out why do I beat my wife? Why do I, you know what I mean? Why do I, <laughs> if you're struggling with like eating Doritos, you can't stop eating Doritos. You got to stop eating the Doritos first. Get to figure out why you can't stop eating these Doritos. And then you get to know yourself. Okay, well, I eat these Doritos because I feel this type of way. Then I feel this type of way. And then I fix me. And then when I'm truly who I'm supposed to be, then I can develop healthy relationships. I think there's a lot, a lot that goes into developing healthy relationships. Dude, I definitely agree, man. Yeah, bro. And I, I really like the insight you gave about, you know, um, the situation and like the, you know, the way that you're approaching people, you know, how you said like, you know, meeting someone in a class or meeting someone at work on a career. Um, and like, for me, bro, this, the stuff that I really started thinking about when you talked about that is the whole concept that I've been, you know, throughout this process, I've been learning a lot more about it is surrounding yourself with people who, not only have what you want, but are also on a similar path, like they are also progressing. Like, you know, for me, for school, I, you know, back when I was in school, um, I feel like those sort of relationships were always, you know, they always had progression, like backed up, like whether it was asking someone in class for, you know, help on notes, help on an assignment, or, hey, do you want to compare? Like, could you maybe read over this for me? And then from there, the relationships grow if, like you said, I'm able to be honest about where I'm at, you know, what my intentions are, um, be the truest form of myself that I can be and allow that other person to see, you know what, okay, here comes Barnes, like he's working hard in class, I always see him studying, you know, he wants me to proofread his, his paper form. And okay, you know, maybe he also has some writing tips for me. Um, and I also, I also feel that it's really important especially in starting new relationships, starting new healthy relationships to seek out the type of people that have what you want and are doing, you know, like their actions align with their words. That's another key thing for me in starting a new relationship because you can't really start a relationship with someone who is talking all this good shit, but then their actions don't reflect that. Because, you know, how, how is that relationship supposed to have any meaning or growth if, you know, they can say all these things to you, answer your questions. But, you know, then when you try to see, you know, action that you can take example from, build from, and also contribute to, you know, there's a disconnect. Um, but yeah, that's for me, starting new healthy relationships, just like you said, man, it's, it's realizing what I want, realizing the type of growth and progression I want you know, and realizing first what I have to change about myself 
in order to start going after those things. And in order to start building those relationships, I have to be in a position. I know for me, I have to be in a position before I can make new healthy relationships. Yeah. And I truly believe like we attract like what we are and what we oh absolutely going on in life. absolutely like so if if i'm out here like like being honest and putting forth the work every day to get better and like you know trying to you know build my finances and stop smoking cigarettes and you know you know treat my wife better and you know uh build a better relationship with my parents and, and you know do these things that good human beings do if I put forth that energy, you know, that energy starts to come back. I'm going to start to surround myself because if I stay committed to those actions, right, I'm not going to allow like people in my life that get in between me and my goal, right? So those relationships are automatically going to get out the way. You know, I'm already naturally, it's going to be a natural progression of like less riffraff in my life. Absolutely, then what's going to happen is, the, the relationships that are left are going to be prime relationships of people that are like pushing me to get to these goals. And then, I just, you know, because it's a give and take, life is a give and take. Naturally, I'm going to push them in their goals if I'm consistently working on doing better. Yeah, dude. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, and Raj, what you said really ties in just to, it ties right into the next area of focus, which is how to end relationships and how to end relationships in a healthy way. You know, for me, I know anytime that I get in a position where I realize, okay, you know, this relationship is no longer beneficial. Something that always, I struggle with it all the time in is I don't want to end relationships on a bad note. You know, I don't want to you know, just turn into an asshole to the person or the situation or whatever it may be, leave a sour taste in their mouth, you know, and, and I know that's my shit. Like that's my personal insecurities. Like for me, it's like, okay, like clearly this person, this thing, this situation, whatever the relationship is, I, I feel like I do a good job of realizing after a certain point, of course, cause you know, maybe at first it's definitely hard. But after a certain point, I feel like I can do a better job of realizing that it's not beneficial for me, but I can realize that, you know, somehow I need to either change the way this relationship is, or I need to end this relationship. But then once I get to that point, it's like I struggle with, you know, how to go about doing that without being an asshole and letting my insecurities pop up like, oh, this person's going to go run their mouth and tell other people that, you know, I just cut them off or I ghosted them or, you know, that I switched up on them and I'm not the same. I don't want to hurt their little feelings. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And um, <laughs> I don't want to yeah, hurt so, nobody's feelings, man. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to hurt no one's feelings, man. I like to, you know, I want to, I don't know. I have this personal view of myself and I feel like when I go around doing stuff that may, you know, leave people feeling some type of way, it kind of hurts my own self-image and the way that I think about myself. Um, which I think is a, is a key point to but hold up, but yeah, that needs to be addressed because that tells me that and I'm just talking from your experience. And what you just said is that like, I validate how I feel about myself through other people's beliefs of me. 
if they don't like me, I don't like me. If they don't think I'm good enough for them, they're feeling some type of way about me, I must not be okay. So that takes me back to the beginning of this where it's like you have to come first in order to build relationships. Because it's important to know it's important to know when a relationship isn't any good and you need to either get out or adjust it. But if you're already insecure with yourself and like and need that validation of that relationship, it doesn't matter whether that relationship is good or bad because you're not going to do it like you're just going to go along with it to keep pleasing and pleasing and try to exactly. make them better or whatever the case may be to make yourself better. So that's why it's very important when it comes to relationships to be solid in like who you are, what you want out of life and what you plan to do about it. Dude, absolutely. Yeah, bro, I couldn't have said that any better. And that's that's something that has been a big it's been a big thing for me, man, is just improving on that, you know, honest self-worth and that honest self-esteem and, you know, realizing what it is I want and realizing what it is that I bring to the table and putting those feelings, you know, outside of the relationship and trying to, you know, be in the relationship for the right reasons, not just for another form of outside validation. Um, and that's something, you know, I'm, I'm not perfect. I definitely still struggle with that. But um, I've definitely realized, man, through talking through stuff like this with other people, it's honestly helped me a lot to be able to get to the point where I'm able to let certain relationships in my life go and, you know, forgive myself and tell myself that, you know, maybe I did hurt their feelings. And if I did, that's okay, because I wasn't in that relationship in the first place to get validated by them. I should be validating myself. And that really, that really just ties into, you know, the point you were making about the natural flow of stuff and how relationships will naturally, you know, get put on the back burner if they're not aligned with your goals and if they're not aligned with your true and honest self and what you started that relationship for in the first place. If it's no longer aligned with it and you're able to keep that honest composure then you're definitely right in that you will even naturally without even thinking about it, you'll put more time and effort into the relationships that are actually in alignment with you. Um, but yeah, I just, I just definitely wanted to uh, touch on how to end relationships because even if it may be natural at sometimes, it's definitely a lot of times where you need to cut stuff off. Um, Dude, so my father used to tell me all the time when I was a kid and I didn't understand what he was talking about until I got older. He said, Josh, sometimes you're going to be the bad guy and that's okay. And like he was referring to like sometimes like you have to do what's good for you and people are going to view it as a negative. You're the bad guy because like you did X, Y, and Z, but you have to do what's best for you in life. And if cutting off a relationship, you know what I mean? Because it's toxic, because it no longer serves its purpose. It's just not working out work isn't going you're not happy whatever the case may be whatever the relationship we're talking about is if you have to end it to do better and everybody else is upset about it quite frankly fuck them because nobody else is living your life who else is living your life you are life is too short to be miserable and unhappy and not okay with yourself over somebody else or a job or you know uh a loan or whatever, a bank or whatever relationship you have going on. If you're not happy with your fucking interest rate, change your goddamn loan, whatever the fuck you got to do. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, absolutely. Bro, that's a huge point. And, um, and like my, my advice um, for, you know, how to end relationships, 
especially when it gets to that point you're talking about where, you know, it's no longer bringing benefit. You know, it may have been going on for a long time. And I know for me, and I've heard also from talking to a lot of other people about it is, you know, I hear it all the time, like, oh, you know, I've been with this person for so long, or, oh, you know, this is my friend from way back when, you know, that's my day one, like, you know, I gotta, you know, give him this money, or I gotta give him this ride, or I gotta help him out. Or, you know, we've been together for so long, like, I don't know how I can like, do things without her or him, whatever it may be. And um, a piece of advice that was shared with me early on, is um, the lost cause fallacy. So have you ever heard of the lost cause fallacy? No, no. So it's a logical fallacy and it's super interesting to me. And it was one of the best pieces of advice that I've gotten as far as, you know, what to be telling yourself when you're struggling with getting out of a relationship or ending a relationship that's no longer beneficial. So the lost cause fallacy is, when you've already invested something into something else that you can't get back, for some reason, a lot of people, it's, it's, you know, it's within our human nature to view that investment as a reason for continuing along in that relationship or that thing. Because you activity. initially already put something into it. Exactly. Because you've already so that put becomes a waste. I don't want to waste what I've put exactly. into it. So exactly. So then you continuously waste more and more and more yep. because of the initial, oh, I don't want to waste what I've already exactly. put Exactly. And, and the key thing about the lost cause fallacy, like the reason why it's like a logical, you know, disconnect is because just like you said, bro, people use that as you know, oh, I've already spent all this money or oh, I've already put all this time in, you know, if I stop or if I get out, it'll be a waste. But the thing is, you can't get any of that back. It's like if you paid $50 for a, re a non-refundable concert ticket and then, you know, something came up and you're like, oh, you know, like I can't go to that concert anymore. But wait, I already spent the $50. I don't want to waste the $50 by not going to the concert. So let me push this other thing that's more important, more beneficial. Let me push it aside and prioritize the concert because I already spent the $50. But whether or not you go to the concert, you're not going to get that money back. That money was already spent. It's gone. It's a lost cause. Yeah. So it's really hard to have that mindset. Um, and in my past, bro, in my personal experience, I definitely struggled with situations like that, man. Oh, I've already put in all this time it would be a waste for me to end this relationship. Whereas that's not the case, bro. Just like you said, like, I can't get that time back. So why continue to waste it? You know, just it's better to get out, take the losses. You know, it is what it is type of mentality. Dude, so many other things go into that, though. Because like ending relationships, a lot of people get, whether it's work, whatever, it doesn't need to be like a girlfriend. It could be any relationship. People fear change. Change yeah. is oh, like, big time. I don't want change. It's uncomfortable. So then like a lot of people get comfortable with the fact that they're miserable in whatever situation they're in and they're scared to change it because it's all fear-based. Yep. Dude, absolutely. So yeah, dude, absolutely, man. And just moving on a little segue to the next focus, um, just how to determine if a relationship is beneficial or negative. Because that's like, obviously, you got to do that before you can get into ending that relationship. But yeah, man, what's what's your experience with that? Well, no, it's like super subjective, though, because like you have to really figure out your wants and needs 
when it comes to whether the relationship is beneficial. Now, how much more does the benefit outweigh the negative? You know, because let's say you might hold on, you might hold on to a relationship because it's like 2% more beneficial and you're hoping for it to grow. We were just talking about the whole, you know, whether it's worth it letting go. Don't want to let go because our investment comes into play. You know, so it's just tricky, man. Weighing the pros and cons of relationships are very subjective to the situation in person. And yeah, if the job ain't paying you enough, bro, get out of there. I'm telling you that much <laughs> off the rip. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's a fact. But yeah, man, it, it is 100% subjective. For me, I know that, you know, in my past, I, I feel like no matter what the relationship is, I feel like I'm able to understand or at least come to some sort of self-awareness about it when it may start to be becoming negative. And for me, that's always when I start questioning it. You know, when I get off a phone call or when I finish an interaction and I either, you know, there's either stuff that I was like, oh, you know, like, why did I say that? Or why did that person say that? Or, you know, what was the point of that? Like, why did I just spend my time in that interaction? And for me, I feel like I always, whenever I come to this sort of self-awareness, I always begin to start to like question the relationship. And for me, that's a big part in determining whether or not it's, you know, even beneficial to begin with is for me, it's always important to kind of look back and think about, you know, like, oh, well, clearly I was talking to this person or clearly I did this interaction for a reason. Like, what was that reason to begin with, you know? And why, you know, why did I start interacting with this person? Why did I start talking to this person? Even if it was something like, you know, you met because of like of outside factors, you know, like in the same town or the same city, same situation, like maybe with a coworker, that sort of thing. You see someone pretty often, you know, it's it's almost nothing, you know, small talk becomes more conversations, get their number, whatever, and then you start building this relationship. And for me, when I, whenever I feel like I'm like questioning myself and I'm like, why did I even have that conversation? You know, like, what did I really gain from that? You know, that's when I'm kind of like, all right, so why was I even talking to that person in the first place? And is it possible for me to get back to those root, you know, agendas, get back to those root goals. And if that's possible, sweet, great. But if it's also like, you know, I really don't think this relationship is any longer aligned to those goals. And if it's no longer aligned to my wants, then it's time for me to start considering ending that relationship. But yeah, dude, like you said, it's totally subjective. Um, But for me, a big part of it is, it's always been self-awareness and being aware when I start to question myself and when I start to have those self-doubts as to why do I continue, you know, feeding into this conversation or, you know, why have I not just, you know, said, all right, man, I got to go or all right, look like, sorry, I actually have something else that's more pressing that would be a better, you know, a better source of my energy and my time. Cause like we all, you know, we all only have 24 hours in the day and, I don't know. I always feel at the end of the day, I kind of regret doing something over something else if I feel like it didn't bring me as much value. Um, And a lot of times, you know, things come and go, man. Things change. Like life is a constant flow. It's a constant cycle. 
Um, so something that might have been super beneficial for me right at first, you know, it might change over time and I might grow and, you know, I might start questioning, uh, you know, like what was the point of that conversation or what did I get out of that? But yeah, I feel like for me, that's a big piece in taking those first steps towards like, like you said, like listing out the pros and the cons or the benefits and the negatives and just trying to compare subjectively like how that really aligns with my goals yeah man and goals change dude like they do like you said it's a it's a flow man so it's like like you're saying dude somebody made somebody a job a car a work situation um like all these relationships could benefit me in the moment but like that moment could change and everything i got going on could turn into a negative yep. you know so you got to be able to adapt you have to adapt to life, man. Like adapt to relationships, you know. People change, man. And like it may not be for like the like, it may not be for the worst. Like people change and then it's like you gotta change with them. So, but then you ask yourself, do I change with them? Is it worth it? You know, or it might just happen naturally. One day you may wake up and be like, Who am I? Like, where did this person come from? Good or bad. The relationship with yourself could change yeah dude you know the understanding you have with yourself like things that you got going on with you you got to stop doing it you got to cut off or you got to add to it dude absolutely yeah the relationship with self is it's a huge one bro it's the most important one there is yeah man so now moving on what is what would you say and i'm actually curious to hear your response to this what would you say is the biggest you know, like the biggest importance of having relationships in a journey of recovery. With people? Yeah, with people. Relationships with people in recovery, coming from a recovery standpoint, right? So it doesn't matter what you're recovering from, right? You got to the point where you needed to recover based upon self. So like information you've told yourself, information, people that you've had in your life, you get to the point to where you need to recover is because of everything you've done and have going on. So therefore, how are you to change yourself when you've been the problem the whole time, right? So if I'm the problem the whole time, all I got is me. The information I got is me. So it's important to have other people in order to give me new information, to show me a different road, to like point out flaws, point out ass assets because we're not all the way flawed we have assets you know and sometimes it's like somebody's like like tonight i was somewhere and they were like dude somebody said to me tonight they're like if it wasn't for the things you said to me when i first came around like i wouldn't be where i am today and uh, and like that's big to hear like you know what i mean like i'm not trying to fucking like like sound egotistical but like that was cool for me to hear because it like gives me a little pep like all right maybe i'm doing something right but it's very important for you to have relationships in recovery with people that are recovering you know and it doesn't have to be exactly from what you're recovering from specifically but like the action they're taking to recover from said ailment you could implement in whatever you got going on absolutely you know like get up in the morning, make your bed, get up, you know, go to work on time, this and that. Like, you know, I may not, let's say I'm jobless, but I got doctor's appointments. Well, they're going to work on time and things are going up. Maybe I'll try to go to these doctor's appointments on time. You know, like the same concept of what they're doing, implement it into your life. 
But if I don't have people, then how, who am I going to learn from? I need to learn how to live. So I need people. It's, an, it's a necessity. It has to happen. Yeah, dude, you hit it spot on, dude. Um, that's, that's literally exactly how I think about it is I think about it all the time, man, like where I would be if I didn't have the relationships and recovery that I have today. And, you know, the people I've met and the conversations I've had, you know, the advice I've gotten, the examples that I've been shown, um, even sometimes when I'm not like looking for it or asking for it, you know, someone is always leading by example. And there's always someone that I can look up to. And dude, just like you said, man, my best thinking and my best actions and what I had with my own knowledge and my own experience got me to the point where I was overdosing and ending up in hospitals, ending up in an institution. And, you know, for me, I did that all alone, bro. Like no one forced me to do the stuff that I did. I didn't have any sort of positive, you know, not necessarily role models, but examples who had been through similar situations or had struggled with similar things and came out on the other side and are now improving themselves on a daily basis. So just like you said, man, like, dude, for me, I know that I couldn't do it alone. I couldn't do it if I didn't have people to talk to. And if I didn't have people to kind of pave the way for me and like show me that one, it is possible Two, that it's not my fault, the situation that I ended up in. And three, that through like meaningful, beneficial action, connection, and uh, like, like steps and a process and getting a routine through doing all of these things, I can change my life one day at a time. Um, and like, bro, for me, none of that would have been possible if it wasn't showed to me or if someone didn't tell me. Um, cause like for me, I know my own belief in myself was shit, bro. Like, I didn't think I could do anything, but what I was doing, you know, like, sure. I had goals. I had dreams, but at the end of the day, bro, I was turned back to the same substance, doing the same thing in the same situation. Um, kind of like the point you brought up earlier, dude, of like the comfortability of it. Um, and for me, man, I struggled with fear of change for so long and, those relationships that help bring me out of that fear um, by gaining new relationships. The importance is in that for me is, you know, new relationships allowed me to see, okay, this person is able to do X, Y, and Z. Maybe I don't need to be afraid of it as I was and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, man, I, th I think about that a lot. And then that ties right into the next thing of like, you know, the importance of like finding a support group, a support network, and, you know, not just have like a few relationships, but have like a community and, you know, be able to sit down with multiple people and have a in-depth conversation. And for me, the importance of that, dude, is all about the perspective, getting different people's perspectives. Um, and hearing, being able to hear other people's experience allows me to put my own shit into perspective. Because a lot of times, man, the stuff that I'm really afraid of or the stuff that I'm really worried about, when I hear someone else sharing their experience, you know, it allows me to say, okay, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be afraid of what I'm dealing with. Because if this person is able to go through this, overcome it, 
you know, and then come to me asking for advice, you know, it just, you know, it allows me to think so much more optimistic and so much more positively about, you know, things that I struggle with or things that I'm afraid of. So, yeah, dude, I definitely feel that the support group and like a network is key um, and relationships are a part of that. They definitely are. I think they're critical. I mean, like I was saying before, because, you know, we end up in these positions in life due to the information we have and the things we perceive to be true and the belief systems we have because like your perception is reality so if i perceive all the information in my head to be correct and my information is fucked up like my reality is fucked up somebody's got to give me some other information about life and the way to live life and how i'm living is wrong and how am i to get new information without new people to provide it yeah dude and and for me i know I don't know, kind of earlier how you said, what did you, you said it's fun, like making new relationships is fun. And uh, new relationships is exciting. Yeah, it is. It is. That's how I would word it. It's definitely really exciting. And like, for me, just a lot of it comes with practice, you know, getting outside of the, you know, the comfort of just being on your own or the comfort of not reaching out to new people, not putting yourself out there is really what, you know, for me, a lot of times it can be uncomfortable to go up to a complete stranger and, you know, just ask them a question or even just introduce myself and try to get started on forming a new relationship. And, you know, the one thing I would say is it takes practice and it takes time. Like you're not immediately going to become best friends with someone or get a new mentor or get someone to give you deep, meaningful advice from a first conversation. It is possible, but the, the whole point for me is like a constant progression. Like, you know, how can I continuously gain advice and how can I continuously gain knowledge? And dude, for me, like my advice would be, it comes from practice. Like it comes over time, becoming more comfortable with yourself, more comfortable with your recovery journey, whatever that may be. And just realizing that you know, for me, anytime that I'm scared to approach someone, um, because maybe I'm like, okay, you know, like they have X amount of time clean, or, you know, they have X amount of, you know, finances, or they have X amount of knowledge or degrees or whatever it may be that has me interested in thinking, oh, I need to talk to this person. I need to get this person in my network. Um, you know, for me, a lot of times I struggle with thinking like, dude, why would they, you know, why would they want me in their network? You know, what do I have to bring to the table? And something that was told to me early on um, that was super helpful for me was, bro, just think about it like this. If they have something that you want, I can almost always guarantee there was a time in that person's life where they wanted something that someone else had. And it's probably still the case today where they think they can you know, progress more in certain areas of their lives where they want to find people to build a relationship to as well. So for me, a big thing is just knowing that I'm not alone and knowing that, you know, I'm not unique when I go up to someone and ask for help or when I go up to someone and say, hey, do you think you could help me out through this situation? Or do you think, you know, you could give me a little piece of advice? Um, it's really rare for me to have met someone that hasn't been a position in a position before 
where they got advice or they got a helping hand or they were able to learn more about themselves through talking with another person. Um, so, yeah, man, that was definitely huge for me. And I feel like getting to where I'm at today and being able to progress in forming new relationships. For me, it's all about, you know, just growing comfortable with the fact that, you know, I want my circle to be people that are going to push me and lead by example and have similar interests and goals. And like that doesn't come from people that aren't doing the same thing. You know, like I'm not going to go up to someone asking for advice if that person isn't also, you know, someone who is like, oh, I want to get as much advice as possible. I want to get as many different viewpoints as I can and just expand my knowledge as much as I can. So that helps me with the whole like, you know, self-doubt or, you know, the uncomfortableness of trying to, you know, build a new relationship. Yeah, I feel like we hit on a lot of points. I definitely, I covered everything I wanted to cover in this episode. I definitely feel, dude, I feel like it's going to be a really good idea for us to do individual episodes on romantic relationships, friendships, um, mentorships, work relationships, um, relationships with family will probably be a good episode as well. Um, So we'll definitely go through and do individual episodes on those. But as far as this goes, I feel like that was a great episode. Love talking to you, man, as always. And I love you, bro. For the listeners out there, just, you know, do us a favor. It would really mean a lot to us if you could share this with a couple friends, you know, anyone that you think could benefit from this, gain any value from it. And um, hopefully for our next episode, I already got a couple guests in mind. Um, But more likely than not, for episode three, we will have a guest on the podcast. And um, once again, this is the Sunday Recovery Podcast. Give us a like, give us a review, whatever you want to do. And uh, we're also going to be starting up um, daily motivation Instagram reels and shorts on YouTube on the Sunday Recovery Podcast account. Josh is definitely hyped for that. (laughs) But yeah, man, um, thanks again, bro. And we'll see you guys next Sunday.